Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida, reaching for my water. I just had to do a quick sprint to uh, put my dog up. We got Dr. A shirtless Dr. Stillman in the background making his morning smoothie. He waves. I had to put Rommel up because he was chewing a giant marrow bone in the background. And one time on the live, he we had him chewing his Kong in the background with the audio, this crunch, crunch, crunch the whole time. So we had to put him inside. But uh, a little change of scenery this morning. It's cloudy, overcast. It's actually quite cool here this morning. We had some really good thunderstorms. And if you've ever been uh, to Florida, especially here, if you can go down to the beach and watch some of these thunderstorms roll in, it's pretty awesome, the lightning show that gets put on. But uh, I will tell you, the best lightning I've ever seen was in Tucson. Uh, I've never seen such a, a light show. I used to go out in Tucson and just watch the, the they have a, a rainy season there or a monsoon season. And the uh, the lightning is just awesome. So you've been out to Arizona and, and check that out. It's pretty cool. So today, um, if you go down to the links, there's a, a link to the thyroid secrets that'll take you to um, an email sequence. It'll take you to uh, where you can register for the webinar. And also you can buy the thyroid course we just released. You can check that out. Good That's morning, everyone. Hello. Good morning. Simple tips to improve your health. And I remember when Dr. Stillman and I first started working together, we were out at dinner, I think, and we were basically chatting about, uh, you know, Dr. Stillman was talking about um, some of the things he was frustrated with. Um, and one of them was, you know, I, no matter who the patient is, a lot of times I end up speaking to these people about the same things over and over and over again. And over and, then, and, yeah, over, and, over. and, and over and, and over 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 again. And, and he was frustrated. Good morning, Dave. Good to see you. Really appreciate you signing in and making sure that we're doing things optimally or close to optimally. Not Dr. Stillman clean, but close enough. So we were chatting and he asked me, you know, because I've been doing this for like 25 years. He's like, does that ever change? And I'm like, it doesn't. Like in my strength, my strength and conditioning in my gym, you know, people that I trained for 20 years, you think that you would have to stop coaching them, but you had to remind them the basics over whether it was, you know, movements, whether it was, you know, lifestyle, sleep, most of these people would get in trouble and you'd be like, start asking them questions They're like, oh, I got under a lot of stress. I started drinking. My sleep isn't very good. So that's essentially why we created the, the fundamentals of wellness and why we've integrated coaching into the medical side of the practice and into the, it created a whole coaching practice. Because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the people that come to us, they don't need a medical side. They just need to do the basics and that's going to fix that's all the right. medical, medical stuff. Even, even though we, you know, we, we can't claim that, but it, that's what happens, right? Like what I happens? have, that's, I have tons of people that I worked with. I wasn't treating their issue, but all the lifestyle changes we made, managed their diabetes, managed their autoimmune disease, whatever it is. So that's why we basically created that because I've noticed with even working with professional athletes, high level achievers, and you've noticed working with these same people, um, very few people are doing these five fundamental habits consistently and actually really doing them, right? Um, they'll say, I know that, but then you'll ask, are you actually doing it? Or they'll say, I eat good. Well, what does that mean? And then they, they you know, basically it goes to hell after that, or I'm not stressed. And then we look at their data. Yeah. But essentially, the five fundamental habits are walk outside three times a day, preferably after meals for 10 minutes, morning session, most important. Eat a protein at every meal. 
Um, most people, you know, if they get 0.7 per pound of body weight, that's a great start. A palm or a, if you're lifting, a fistful is good. Um, drink high quality water, preferably spring water. Get the lights off at night. And then the often overlooked social life community connection. I remember in the book, uh, The Great Cholesterol Myth, they talk about a, a, a town, a, a mining town in Pennsylvania that they studied where they all smoked, they all drank, they worked in these mines, and they had a much lower rate of heart disease and, and, and everything than everywhere else in the country. And they determined that the factor was they had such a strong sense of community and such a strong, like no one was living isolated. Everybody, they went out and did stuff together. Everybody felt like they were part of a community. And so I think that's a part that a lot of people leave out in this formula. So there's my rant. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's funny, we, we picked this topic because it's trending. I mean, like to stay on top of what's trending because it's important to capture people's attention and wake them up to reality. Because what we see happening in the health and wellness info space is that people are looking for uh, sim- simple, uh, quick tips. But what ends up happening is they fall into these m- content webs that are all aimed at marketing them, just basically gimmicks and shiny baubles and temporary solutions. And the thing is that these things have never changed. They're very hard to monetize. And that means that the best things you can do don't get any press. They don't get any advertising dollars. They don't get any, um, they're often left behind when it comes to the reporting. And people get this terrible uh, myopia that we see and we struggle with in coaching them all the time of, well, I just need to do this and I just need to do that. And, you know, it's funny, one of our, one of the patients who I think is is our one of our biggest fans, you know, she flies across the country with her family to see us. Uh, the first interaction between her and Jim, I'll never forget. Because she said, I know all this stuff. I've heard all about it. I've read all about it. She's done all the courses. She's taken all the different types of supplements and tried all the different types of fancy biohacks. And yet she's not well. And Jim, I'll never forget Jim saying to her, but are you doing it? And she wasn't. And that's one of the reasons why we created the course and we added coaching. And that's one of the things that, you know, tips to, to, to improve your health, the top five fundamentals are critical, but the thing about them is that people don't want to do them. They fall off the wagon and they don't do them. And so you actually do need coaching and accountability in order to get and stay on that wagon. And a lot of it ends up being troubleshooting. People are, you know, going through life and they hit a roadblock and instead of figuring out a way around it, they don't have time. They're too busy. They have too much going on. Paralysis by analysis. Sometimes it's paralysis by analysis, but you know, for example, and we just, you and I constantly are looking at this, right? We're constantly asking questions like, why did I stay up? I didn't do this last night, but this is just an example from, from recent history. Why did I stay up last night for an extra 20 minutes scrolling through reels on Instagram? Well, I figured out that it was because I was having my, you know, last phone call the night too late. And I said, okay, my last phone call of my night is going to be 830. And at 830, the phone's going into airplane mode and that's it. And now the 8.30 to 10, 10, 10.30 slot in my schedule, I might do something on the computer. I'm more likely to do something like take a sauna, which helps me sleep. Not all of you, by the way, will improve your sleep with sauna late in the night or late in the day. For me, it's too big of a, for me, it's too big of a stress. It actually wakes me up. Yeah. And that's something that's really important for people to understand. You know, we tried to pack as much 
value and truth and reality into the courses we could. But this is where coaching becomes so critical is that we're able to actually take your data and your experience and say, okay, well, this is what you need to do, right? So whether it's, you know, staying on your phone too late or not having a social life the way you wish you did or, you know, little things that I didn't realize were stopping me. Like, for example, I didn't used to go to the gym at all. I hated going to the gym because whenever I would do things like lift heavy weights, my back would hurt. Um, you know, I would be really, really sore and I didn't understand what kind of load I should be using, how much I had to do in order to gain muscle and become stronger. And then, you know, what changed my behavior, Jim and I, you know, split a house here in Florida. We would go to the gym two to three times a week. We still do. And he showed me how to work out in a way that didn't destroy my body and didn't make me feel terrible and gain muscle mass. And he also clued me into the things that I didn't even know I had to do in order to actually respond well to the exercise. I needed to change the way I was eating, the way I was preparing my meals, the ingredients I was adding to my diet. You know, we see so many people, like Jim was saying, who say, I eat good or I eat a perfect diet. I mean, oh my gosh, I heard this one patient once who just said, oh, I eat a perfect diet. I mean, that just makes me want to bang my head against the wall because then they send me their photos or they send me their log and I say, yes, you're eating high quality foods, but you're not eating enough of this or you're not eating enough of that. Or what do you mean you eat? You know, Greek yogurt, carrot sticks. Then I have well, a shake. Kind of the, the most typical, but we've seen the craziest stuff. Like I remember having this this patient. He, I told him to eat some more nuts and seeds. So what does he do? He goes out and he buys a bag of nuts and seeds, and he comes back to me and he says, "I can't eat nuts and seeds. They make my stomach hurt." And I said, "Well, what did you eat? How much did you eat? And how did you prepare it?" It was like roasted or raw cashews, maybe with salt. Uh, he ate like five cups. <laughs> It's like, are you kidding me? Like the cashew cashews make me feel sick too. So I was like, listen, I want you to grab a handful or like a little handful. And I want you to start there. And I don't want you to eat them raw. I want you to throw them into a soup or a stew. And I want you to cook them in a meat broth with some vegetables and some simple starches like rice or potatoes. And he was able to tolerate nuts and seeds after that. And I just oh, patients oh, never cease to amaze me with the stuff that they 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 do. And I'm not right. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. It's so funny the things that we'll do, and we're like, oh, that didn't work for me. And then someone's like, well, did you try it this way? And you're like, gosh, you know, I didn't yeah. try it that way. I guess I'll try it that way. And that's what Jim and I are really here to help you to do. And we're here to help you have fun doing it. So, right. so Roderick, uh, one of the things I, I don't know if you're talking for about the, like the clients, clients, let's, let's the read clients, the comments. Let's, Let's pardon me. Oh, yeah. Roderick asked, how do you approach people who go into cognitive dissidence when you start telling them they need to change lifestyle, EMF, avoidance and diet? I, I really don't um, have this issue because I'm not trying to go out and evangelize people. Right. Um, I will talk to people. I will ask them questions to get them kind of spinning in their head a little bit. And then if they ask me questions, then I will basically, you know, engage. But when people came to, I never, I didn't have to do any advertising in Lexington because I did such a great job and got great results. People came and, and, and came to me and people come to Dr. Stillman specifically for a problem. So in that case, you then become the mentor and then it's a matter of educating and then giving them what they can handle. Like you don't want to dump, like, you know, you got some little old lady or you got a, a woman, a, a, a young woman who's got three or four kids like the first thing you don't, you don't lead with 5G. Like that's just not, you know, like you lead with like, are you going outside? Are you getting time to yourself? 
you lead with the simple stuff and you get mm -hmm. a little buy-in and then they do that. And then, oh, wow, I, I started eating more protein. I feel so much better. I started going outside. I feel so much better. What's next? Right. And then it's, it's like, you got to be careful. You don't verbally, it's just like training someone like, you know, I'm not going to take a beginner in and do some really complicated circuit when they need to really build a foundation. And we've got so much information out there, all these protocols, all these people, you know, fasting and this and peptides and HRT. And we, we want to start people where they are and mm -hmm. then just slowly build and layer on that. And, you know, I had clients that it took a year or two for them to really buy into what I was selling. Right. And so yeah. it takes time and you've got to build relationships with these people. And that's why coaching is so great because you're getting constant interaction. It might take someone four to six months to realize that stress is their number one problem and that they actually need to um, do something about it. It might take someone a year to figure out the root cause of their problem, why they're self-sabotaging themselves is because they don't have a good relationship with themselves. Right. We talked a lot about of people a great case yeah. on blood pressure this week. Was that yesterday, Jim? That was yeah, yesterday. You talked it about how somebody took, yeah. you know, six or seven or eight months to take Jim's advice seriously, and they did. And pow, they're off all their all of their meds now, Jim. Yeah, she's off. She's off them all. She's Remarkable. off. And it, it's had a significant impact on her HRV or overall health. Right. And I have I could list off 40, 50, 60 people that it took six months to a year. Like if you go back and listen to some of my old podcasts yeah. that I did on Body IOFM. Mm -hmm. you know, the one particular with, with Rachel Matthews. Mm -hmm. um, she literally was like, when I first met you, I thought you were insane, mm -hmm. you know, but she's like, I came to the gym. You didn't destroy me. I started feeling better because we adjusted her training, make it appropriate. And then she's like, I started talking to the other girls and the other girls who had bought in like, yeah, he's, he's not nuts. Like I actually did this stuff it and it actually yeah. helped. Right. So that's why having a community, and we have this happen on the question and answers too. We'll have somebody who's really frustrated mm -hmm. and a lady will get on there and go, I know this is nuts, but you know, these simple things that he, they're suggesting, it helped me lose 10 pounds in six yeah. weeks. You, know, yesterday, you, just have, Jim, you just have to do it. Yesterday, Jim wasn't on the call with me in the, in the medical side of things, but we had a number of people who were just saying, look, I feel so much better with what you told me to do over the last few months. And a lot of times it was just simple, simple, simple stuff. Yeah. And these are people who, you know, they'd been chasing their health for years. You know, they'd, they'd fallen down into a rut. They were sick. They were trying to get out of it. It was impacting their ability to work, their ability to think, their ability to have relationships, their ability to do life. Yeah. And we see it all the time. And they start with the wrong things. They chase the wrong things. And it's a constant uh, uh, dance to get them to focus on what really matters. Yeah. And, you know, Roderick, to, to, to your point or your question, what I really ask people if they're in a group call with me or if we're in a one-on-one, -on -one, and for people who are curious to know more about what I do and what we do in the practice, you can actually go book a meet and greet with me in my, if you go to my Substack blog, there's links to book meet and greets with me, usually at the top of every uh, email I send out. And what I've found is that I just ask them, how's that working out for you? I don't say it that way because it's kind of rude, but they're coming to me for a reason. And they'll say, well, I've been doing this and this and this and this. And I'm like, well, is it getting you the results that you want? Well, no. Are you able to do this? Well, no. Well, why do you think that is? Well, I just need to do more of this, this, and this. Well, are you sure about that? Well, I don't know. You know, and get people into that state of cognitive dissonance because cognitive dissonance is that is the feeling you get when you doubt what you're doing is working. And that's, you know, the first step in finding out something else that's 
going to work better or going back, checking your math and making sure that you are indeed correct. Cause it's okay. You know, I've had times where I thought, you know, am I doing this? Is my approach what it should be? Should I be using a different method, different test? Should I be ordering this, ordering that? You don't ever, you don't ever do that. I know, right? I'm constantly iterating what I do because I see and find new things because the world of integrative natural medicine is just so big. It's so big. And one of the great things that I, you know, having a practice like I have has afforded me is the ability to run so many lab tests on people and then see so many people. You know, most docs are running from room to room, seeing one patient at a time. They're distracted by their overhead. They're distracted by their staffing costs. They're distracted. If there's one thing that I see in the functional medicine world, it's that doctors are over-ordering tests. They're over-recommending supplements. They're under-recommending uh, lifestyle changes. They're not holding patients accountable. They're not spending their time educating them on how to, you know, we'll go into a, a group coaching call and somebody will say, look, I really don't want to take as many supplements as I'm taking. And I'll walk them through how to do what they're doing now with a, you know, a half a dozen supplements with two or three dietary modifications. And it's really profoundly impactful for them because all of a sudden, A, they're not spending money on supplements. And I have no problem with supplements. I use them all the time, right? I'm taking five or six myself right now as part of a protocol. But I'm also testing basically what I need with that. It's part of my basically business development, practice development. I mean, I test everything on myself before I recommend it to patients. It's part of why, you know, Jim and I are both, Jim turned me on a neurofeedback a few weeks or months ago now, months ago. Yeah. And I've been going through that and it's really powerful. It's really great. And I'm excited to start writing more about it at my Substack stack uh, on how it's helped me and how I think it will help people so they can get the help they need from it. Uh, but, you know, you have to constantly be iterating. And that's what I, I try to get people into in the cognitive dissonance. You know, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Well, I don't think that'll work for me. Well, why not? I've seen it work for people like you before. Why do you think it wouldn't work for you? Oh, I don't believe that. Why don't you believe that? I, one of the most dangerous statements I like to or questions I like to ask people is how do you know that? Because they'll say things like, well, we know that this is safe and effective. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I say, yeah. well, how do you know that this is safe and effective? How do you know that? And they'll say, well, I read it in the, or it was in this paper. Or it was in this big mainstream news article. And I'm like, well, <laughs> why do you believe that's true? And they say, well, because, and I'm like, well, have you ever thought about how many, how many times we've been wrong about things like that in the past? You know, like cigarettes, cigarettes, cigarettes are great for your health. I mean, cigarettes, DDT, thalidomide. I mean, there's a laundry list of big mistakes we've made in the history of medicine. That's one reason I cover that a lot in my book. Actually, I cover how, how doctors get things so wrong. And it's okay that doctors get things wrong. We're human. You're human. We all make mistakes. But understanding how we make mistakes is actually the first step on the road to making fewer mistakes and getting better results. So I wrote about that in my book, Dying to be Free, available at Amazon.com. Anyway. Yeah. Well, and actually the audio book on that should be getting done here soon. Yeah. Thanks to, Mr. Thanks to Mr. David. But um, when, when in doubt, uh, I've found that the majority of the time it's slow down and simplify. That's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. And a lot of the people we attract are so type A that there's got to be something I can do. There's got to be a supplement I can take. There has to be something. And a lot of times it's like, slow down, simplify, you know, condense your training, simplify your training, figure out exactly what you need to improve at. Is the program you want actually giving the results that you want? You know, I, I, that's one of the things that I do is, you know, other than hitting people with the, the, the five fundamentals, 
is what are your goals? Or is your goal just to look good naked and, and look good and feel good? Mm-hmm. Well, then you don't need to train like Rocky Balboa from Rocky Four, and you don't need to train like you're getting ready to go to Buds. Like that, that you don't have to train that way, right? Basic uh, underwater. Even if you were going to do, even if you were going to do that, I wouldn't take that approach. Window. Pardon me. I was just saying you used buds casually, like all of our people like know what buds is. Buds is basic underwater demolition school. It's the it's the yeah. the entry SOF selection, special forces operations uh, selection process for the Navy SEALs. Right. And basically what they're trying to do is see who they who can they can break. That's essentially what buds is. And so um, there's a difference between testing and training and developing. And a lot of people in the fitness industry mm-hmm are using workouts for testing instead of using workouts for long-term development, right? And yeah. building a foundation and taking your time. Yeah. And I get into that in my strength training course um, that I'm constantly updating in the fundamentals of wellness. If you go in the link below the course itself, if you just want to check the course out and see if you like it, you can get a 50% discount. If you put in all caps, 50, you know, all caps, 50, 50% off. There's a link to the fundamentals of wellness with coaching. If you want to check that out, there's you can either use the uh, the code Jim or the code Stillman, all caps. That'll give you 10% off. That's a monthly thing. Uh, but if you get the course and then you decide you want to upgrade to the coaching, there is a discount in the link provided inside the course where you can upgrade to the coaching once you've gotten the fundamentals of wellness. But the cool thing is, is the fundamentals of wellness course has the strength training component in there. And I'm going to continually be building and upgrading and, and, and adding more content, particularly with the question and answers that I do. Uh, I have a, Q, a specific strength and conditioning fitness Q&A this Saturday, actually, um, at 11 a.m. Training with Jim Laird is life changing. I put on 20 <laughs> pounds of muscle, lean muscle in the last year. And the funny thing about that is a lot of 80 something. Is, there, is there any is there any other kind of muscle than lean muscle? There sure is, Dr. Laird. <laughs> is there? I don't know. I'm just asking. I've never heard. Like oh, I put on fatty muscle. All right, you're muscle. right. Lean muscle. Lean muscle. Yeah. You're right. That is silly, isn't it? You can have fatty muscle, right? I mean, a ribeye is a fatty muscle, isn't it, Jim? Well, that's a muscle with fat in it, not in the like the it's muscle, but there's fat. I'm just over here, pointing at the ribeye, saying there's fat in that muscle. I'm just being facetious. I know, but it is funny. You're right. That is that is kind of a funny little thing. But anyway, yeah, it's been it's been so life changing for me. He's taught me so much about breathing mechanics and respiratory mechanics, stuff stuff I thought I knew that I didn't know. And I say that as somebody who's been on, you know, go check it out. Some of the top podcasts in the field sat down and broken bread with guys like Ben Greenfield, Dr. Joe Mercola, you know, and, you know, I've read and learned a thing or two about breathing mechanics and exercise and Jim taught me a lot of stuff I didn't know and made exercise fun for the first time. In my well, life. there's a ton of information out there, but how do you actually get the normal everyday person to actually get results? Well, there's too much and information. It's way too much. And, What's and really valuable right now is, is actually having someone help you 